the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello there. Welcome to the prophetic voice of our time. We've got a little different segment for you here today. This is Mike Sasso, president of Sons of God International, and I have a special guest. I was asked to be on the program today by Pastor Chris, and it's a great privilege to be here. i got to tell you that, so praise God. And I have also with me another special guest. I have Kobe Randall, who is a member of our youth ministry team and a member of our praise team, an anointed young man of God, and the Lord's been giving him new songs in the spirit, prophetic songs, and it's just really exciting, and it's been a privilege actually to play with him as well uh, on the praise team. That's been a treat for me. So, Kobe, say hi to the folks here. Hey, everybody. Uh, we have been going through a training program on how to do business God's way. And, you know, all through the years, we've yielded to the ways of the world, you know, but the ways of the world are not God's ways. God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts higher than our thoughts. So we've been learning and just relearning how to do business God's way. We're going to talk kind of about some highlights of what we've learned there. And Kobe, I want you to maybe share a little bit. What has this training meant to you? Well, this training has uprooted and torn down a lot of the thinking on my part, the thinking about how to do business and the approach, the sources of really anything that we have and what we're to do with it, what our calling is here. There's been a lot of walls set up and divisions set up and separation of the ministry of, or what we thought ministry was and how to make a living or how to have finances and blessings in our lives. And This training to me personally has opened my eyes to the possibilities of the supernatural that God can do even in the simple things, starting with the heart issues. The Lord was leading us to go back and consider our ways, to look at the heart issues, the trust issues, to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal these things to us so that once those are dealt with and we take on his mind, the mind of Christ and his heart, we'll be ready to step into the promised land. We'll be ready to overcome any obstacle and use what he has for his glory and the good of his people you hit on something there, and I just want to key in on it. You said, uh, for the good of his people, right, and for the glory of God. So God wants to give us businesses, if you would, or resources, right, and not just to squander on yourself, but the Word of God says in Deuteronomy 8.18, and I'll key in on one of those scriptures, that is really a foundation scripture for doing business God's way, and that is that God gives us the ability to get wealth or to attain wealth to establish the covenant. That is to establish, you know, God's ways in the earth, the covenant of Christ. 
And so, Kobe, you said that what God would give us wealth for would really be, you know, to preach the gospel, to establish the kingdom, and for the benefit of his people, right, and for the glory of God. In other words, that whatever we do, whatever the business is that we are doing, and by the way, whether that means that you're working for someone else in the meantime before you have your own business, in that place, you have to glorify God. You have to be a good steward in that place, right? So that's foundational, really. And in Luke 16, one of the key scriptures that we've been studying as well is that, you know, unless you are faithful in another man's things, you will not be faithful in your own. So you become faithful as a steward of other things, of things of another man's wealth, so that you can become a good steward even of your own things. So what else, Kobe? That's really good. And what else has uh, has the Lord uh, put in your heart regarding this training program? One of the biggest issues, one of the biggest heart issues, is actually confronting and dealing with casting out fear by his perfect love. And that's crucial to receiving the greater gifts and walking in faithful stewardship because... Faith works by love, and we know the perfect love casts out all fear. So when his perfect love comes in our hearts, that shines in our hearts, all that darkness, all that fear is cast out. There's no room for compromise. There's no room for failure, or there's no room for any unfaithfulness. We're just full of faith. We are. We become. And the fear, that's the world's way of doing things. If you really see through the Spirit, you see the world system is all based on fear. But God's system is based on faith, what he says, what to do at that appointed time for that season. And the harvest, 30, 60, and 100 fold, it will surely come. So what you're saying, what I'm hearing is, is that faith, of course, is applied to your daily life by obeying what God is saying to you to do. Is that correct, Kobe? That's right. And in line with that, and I want to read this in Luke chapter 16. It says, verse 10, it says, He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in that which is much. He that is unjust in least is also unjust in much. And if you therefore have not been faithful in unrighteous mammon, meaning money, financial matters, who will commit to your trust the true riches? And see, the kingdom of heaven is what we're talking about here, establishing the covenant of God, allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to manifest in your life to others. And so if you're faithful in the little things, with tithes, with offerings, with taking care of another man's resources, being a faithful steward, using it as if it were your own, and and in other words, taking care of it as it is your own, then God will add to you uh, greater things. And uh, and so I just want to minister to you in your own lives. And, and I can give you uh, examples in my life where many years ago, as I was working as an employee of an individual and I was not happy there, I didn't feel like I was, you know, being paid properly or whatever. But you see, God really dealt with me in that place. And he said, Mike, you have to serve in this position as if you're serving me because I am your Lord. And I have given you this blessing of this job. It was a job and it was a job for me to do as unto the Lord. And that is, I would delight myself in that place. Okay, then God would give me the desires of my heart, which would be to have my own place. And so that's a principle of the kingdom. So I really had to repent and I had to yield in that place. 
and say, okay, God, and I began to minister in that position, my job. I began to be the best employee I could be. I came in early. I, I stayed a little late. I did extra work. I mean, and, and I found that joy started to come. I said, you know what, Lord, I'm working for you. You're my employer. You're paying my paycheck. I just thank God that you gave me this privilege to do what I'm doing here, and I'm going to do it as unto you. And I began to do that. And I'm going to tell you something. A few months passed, and within a few months, God opened a door for me to get to the exact place that actually I desired to be and making more money than I was making in this other place. And, of course, and I left in peace, and, and, and we had a good relationship there. But that is God's way of doing things, okay? Even if you're treated unjustly, as you might see in your own eyes in the place that you are, as you're faithful in little things and faithful with what it is that God has given you to do, whether it's sales or marketing or, you know, washing dishes or bussing tables or whatever your job is, do it as unto the Lord and be the best employee that you can be. Be exemplary. Be the one that does more, that is always there to do as unto the Lord, and God will promote you. And those are some of the principles we've been talking about. What else, Colby, has God been teaching you? That's right. Well, another thing has been don't hold back on God because you reap what you sow, and he wants us to receive that reward. He's the one who supplies seed to the sower. And so when we receive that seed, that's Jesus, that's a faith, that's everything in Jesus. We receive that faith, what to do for the day, and we sow that obedient seed of faith, doing what pleases the Father, just like Jesus. We've got a sure reward, a harvest coming in. So how that applies personally? Well, a lot of times in the natural, the sowing, it might seem contrary to our situation. The situation or what we see in the natural may look very grim. It may be very uncomfortable in the, the natural mind. How am I going to do this? How are we going to pull this off? But in every example of the Old Testament and the New Testament, and you see the people of God who had faith in God, they didn't look at their situation. They looked at God, and when they obeyed, even if it was just a few small fish or if it was just a small thing, that small seed, a small step of obedience, they moved mountains. God did the impossible, and he got the glory for it. So part of that opportunity, the hope we have is and the awesome excitement we should be having in these situations is knowing god's the only one who's going to get the glory in the situation there's no way i'm going to be able to do any of this without god getting the glory he's going to make the way like he's made the way before like he's always been faithful so this is the best opportunity i have right now or any of us have when we're in a situation like that to give god the glory to serve and work because the lord's our employer do it as unto the Lord. You know, years ago, and there's an adage in the body of Christ, somehow we got this idea, you know, to be in full-time ministry. You know, I have to be a preacher. I got to be behind a pulpit. That's just like this place to attain. You know, we elevate that position as if that's the position to be in. And in my own life, I can tell you that's what I thought. I figured God wanted me in full-time ministry, so I went to Bible school, and I'm going to Bible school, and... In the Bible school I was at at the time, I, I was a little bit taken back because I, I just noticed. I said, Lord, I said, what's up with this in this Bible school that I'm in? And I'm nothing wrong with going to Bible school. God tells you to go, go. That's where you need to be. But in this particular time in my life, 
I just really sensed that the people that were teaching this Bible school didn't really know the Lord like I did. I mean, they didn't have that kind of personal, intimate relationship. They weren't talking to God like I was talking to God. And I, I said, Lord, what's up with this? And he said, well, Mike, what are you doing there? I said, well, what do you mean? He said, what are you doing there? And I said, well, Lord, I thought, you know, I thought I need to be in full-time ministry. And in order for me to be in full-time ministry, I figured, you know, I needed to go to Bible school. And the Lord said, well, did I tell you to go? <laughs> and I said, I said, no. He said, well, then what are you doing there? And I said, Lord, I said, I thought, you know, I thought, I didn't ask God. I just presumed, okay, and that's where we get in trouble. We presume. And we just go about, well, come on, Jesus, follow me. <laughs> I'm going this way. And I presumed that the Lord wanted me, you know, to be in full-time ministry. So I said, well, Lord, I just thought I needed to get some Bible training here. I thought I needed to be in full-time ministry. And the Lord said to me, he said, Mike, if you're not full-time for me when you're doing your job, when you're selling, and I was in sales at the time, if you're not full-time for me where you are, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a dentist, whether you're a teacher, whether you're whatever, whether you pick up the trash in the neighborhood, whatever you do, if you are not full-time in it for me, he says, you're not mine. I was like, Lord. He said, you're a minister of the gospel everywhere you go. Whatsoever you do in word or deed, you do it all in the name of the Lord. And that is doing business God's way. <laughs> That's God's way of doing things. He wants us to be instant in season and out of season and understand that by the testimony of our lives that people will come to Christ. Now, that's doing business God's way. And that's really what we're learning but he's taking us to a higher level. And we've had employees, and I've had, you know, people. And we hired all kinds. I mean, and I hate to say it, some of the worst employees I had, they called themselves Christians. I hate to say that. But that's the truth. I had people, they, well, they figured, well, because I'm a Christian, I ought to give them special favor. They ought to be able to come in late. They ought to be able to, no, I'm so sorry, you know. Well, I forgot to pay you this week because I just didn't feel led to pay you. How would you like that? They didn't feel led to go to work. Well, I don't feel led to pay you. I mean, in other words, as a Christian, you should be the best employer and the best employee that you can be. You should be exemplary in every area of your life. And you shouldn't be asking for special favor just because, well, you're my brother or sister in the Lord. That's not God's way, okay? And you can see all through Scripture where even bad situations, Joseph, who was thrown in prison because of his character, because of his diligence, because of his heart that was for the Lord, that God raised him up even in adverse situations. And in that place gave him a training. It was a training ground. It was a proving ground to prepare him for a greater work. So what training ground does God have you in today? What situation are you in that you don't feel real comfortable at or that you don't enjoy doing? I'm sure Joseph really enjoyed you know, living in the prison or being betrayed by his brothers and sold into slavery. But yet, God used that as a training ground to prepare him to lead the nation. Think about it. God chooses our training ground in a way that we wouldn't normally choose for ourselves. He has a school of training, discipling you in the things of the Lord to see if you would be faithful in these little things. 
in whatever seems to be insignificant and not be bitter where you are, but instead offer it to the Lord. Say, God, I'm doing this for you so that he can then enlarge your borders and find you trustworthy to establish his covenant through you. And that's really what we're learning here, how to be faithful stewards for the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what I challenge each and every one in the sound of my voice here today. Ask God, Lord, what would you have me do? How can I exemplify your grace and your love to the people that I'm living with or that I'm working with? What can I do here, Lord, that would prepare me for what it is you have me to do? Be faithful where you are, and God will cause you to be faithful in greater things. That's right. If it's all right, I'd like to share a story about that. Please, personally. come on. Well, um, praise God for this discipleship because knowing him more and focusing on him has opened up every opportunity in my life personally to to enjoy the greater things with him. And I was at a point in my life during this discipleship that I was working for a grocery store company. I was working in the back in a bakery and doing things like dishes and cleaning and things that after a few years, well, I was having issues with it and kind of wondering about what I'm supposed to be doing in the kingdom and what I'm supposed to be doing and my gifts and interests. What's God's call in my life? Where am I supposed to be? I don't think I'm supposed to still be here. But the Lord was teaching me through the discipleship and my experience there, just like Brother Mike here said, through that discipleship, we were being taught to do everything as unto the Lord. And the Lord opened my eyes to a new perspective. I got opportunity. I had the greatest opportunity there in the back, in that grocery store, in that small, what I thought was a small area, to focus on God and enjoy that with him. And he gave me such a peace about it, too. I had this joy come over me in doing some of the things that I thought were the most mundane. This time, it wasn't about me. This time, it was about, God, I know you gave me this opportunity. I'm not going to be here forever. And while I'm here, I'm going to do things that please you in every area. I'm going to make sure you're glad and happy with me. So thank you for putting me here, and thank you for this opportunity to honor you here. And with that, he gave me joy. And shortly after that, I got to go back to college, a college I didn't even dream it was possible to go to. He opened the doors for finances that my family and I didn't even know were there, but they were there the whole time, but we just... It was revealed at the perfect time. It was revealed when things were ready. So I got to go back to school. And after I graduated, I wondered, Lord, where do you want me to work? I thank you for school. This is great. Now what? And there was some time and on my heart. I was really pondering this. And there was some pressure on, on my end to get moving. And I thought, wait, you don't want me to go back to the, the grocery store again, do you? But again, that's one of the issues that it's a hard issue. Uh, it was a hard issue to confront. But I said, you know what? I'm just going to face this fear. I'm not afraid. I know if God is sending me back to the grocery store, he sent me to school. He can send me back wherever he wants, and I'm going to do the best job. Even if I don't like the particular job, I'm going to do the best and go wherever he sends me. So here I go. I'll apply. Lord, I offer this to you. I'll apply here, 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 anywhere you tell me to. And I applied. Well, none of them called me back. <laughs> But somebody who did call me was a job that I didn't even think I was going to get. I got practically a corner office, almost always to myself, with a view out in the hill country, 
doing graphic design, photography, web design, the stuff I like. So what you're saying, Kobe, is uh, just to kind of back up, you were started in a place you didn't like being. Mm-hmm. Started in a place that you weren't happy. And you said, Lord, I hear you. You're saying, do this as unto you. Mm-hmm. Rejoice in this place. And I'm going to give this job to you. And I'm going to do this job for you. See, now that is doing business God's way. That is opening the doors of the kingdom of heaven to begin to manifest in your life. And that opened the door for you, as you said, after you were faithful in that. Okay, because there's a trying of your faith. Each of us has to go through trials. There's not one of us exempt from the trying of our faith. The trying of your faith will work what? Patience. And patience will have its perfect work. So let that patience have its work in your life, wherever you are, until you are perfect and entire, wanting for nothing. And what happened? Manifestation. So after a period of waiting, after a period of persisting in that place, then God opened the door for resources to get your education. And you got your education paid for by the glory of God. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a blessing, okay, to go get your college degree paid for by the Lord because you were willing to be faithful in that little thing, faithful in another man's things, faithful in another man's goods. God will make you faithful in your own. And we're all still here in training. And I just want to encourage you, wherever you are right now, just say this, say, Lord, I give this job to you. I will do what I am doing as unto you. I will get up and I'll say, God, lead me today. Show me what to do today. Let me be a witness for you in Jesus' name. And I know in my own life, in your life, I'm going to tell you, as you're faithful in that, you'll be amazed. God will open doors for you to minister to your friends and your coworkers without even trying. They'll just come up to you and they'll, well, golly, Mike, or golly, Kobe, or golly, Sally, or golly, Julie. You know, those of y'all listening, something's going on. What happened to you? You're just a different person. You say, oh, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just giving it unto the Lord. I mean, and I noticed in my own life when I did this, people started coming to Christ. Why? Because you became a witness. In your life. It's not preaching the gospel by beating them over the head with scriptures. You don't have to preach the scriptures. You don't have to quote a single scripture. The scripture they need to read is you living it. That the word of God became flesh in your life. In other words, it became real to you. That it became manna to you. It became rhema to you. You began to live it and act it out. You did what it says. You built your house upon the rock. Right? And so that's what you're sharing right there. And that's really what we're learning. And it's all bottom line about seeking first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness, his way of doing things. And then all these things will be added unto you as well. We get in today's society with a fast food and television, Internet, cell phones, all this stuff. We've got everything at our fingertips. We become too earthly-minded sometimes, okay? And God says, set your heart upon things above. We've got to set our heart upon the kingdom of God, upon pleasing God, upon doing what pleases Him first. And then all these, what, things will be added to you as well, right? 
So praise God. Well, we're starting to run out of time here, so we want to have just a minute here to, number one, invite you to come and join us at our new facility. We're meeting, what's the address here, Kobe? That's 8419 Callahan Road, San Antonio, Texas. Right, and we're right here off of Callahan Road, just between I-10 and Vance Jackson on the north side of the road there. It's an office building. You'll see us. Come on and join us some Sunday. We meet Sunday mornings at 1030, and we have a glorious time. And I want to have a minute to pray with you. So, Father, I thank you for those that are hearing the sound of our voice. Lord, I know that you in this hour are raising up men and women of God that have said in their hearts, Lord, I want all that you have for me. God, I want to fulfill my destiny in the earth. And, Lord, I want to be used for your glory, Father. I pray right now, Lord, that you would touch every life. Cause them, Lord, to get the hands on you in fullness, Lord. Cause them to come out of situations and circumstances as they will dedicate their days to you, their lives to you, their workplace to you, Lord. That you'll open doors that no man will shut, and you'll shut doors that no man can open. And, Lord, I decree an ordination of relationships. I break away hindering forces in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I bless those that have an ear to hear and an eye to see in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll talk to you again real soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com. And all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. AM 630 KSLR. For more information on Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church, go to the program guide at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.